Thank you for tuning in to Convos with Sasha. I am Sasha, an artist of words, a lover of art, but most importantly, a Latina. I have cherished me, an artist, a producer, a multi-talented Libra, and we are here with... It is your boy, the world's greatest single father. I am Mike Wills. Hey, what's happening? It's your boy, Big Will, your OG's favorite young OG. What's happening? We are from the 5050 podcast. Glad to be here on this crossover episode. How y'all doing? Bless, my Bless. Sure, man. Gonna, uh, y'all gonna bless us with some good food, some good drink? No, I'm trying <laughs> yes. to do that. They got that combos with Sasha treatment tonight. It was I'm nice. Like... <laughs> y'all already know what we sipping on right now. We're drinking. We're sipping on Sasha's signature drink, the Liquid Courage. Mm-hmm. It's amazing, by the way. You know what I mean? That good bourbon, whiskey, whatever you prefer. Fill it in your chest. Lemonade. Rosemary, Mo, Ginger, y'all make y'all some of that. Just tune in. Hey man, talk about that fool you just yes, put, man. I'm not about to sit here and just yeah. kind of look over that like you ain't just yes, cooking him. Threw down. Who was that? Uh, so <laughs> Cherish likes to cook a little bit. <laughs> so I did a um. I did a flatbread in my head. So she said she wanted something light tonight. So I did a flatbread. She said that like it was a surprise. Yeah, like, just a little flatbread. No, <laughs> this was some extravagant three cheese shrimp. <laughs> shrimp on that thing. Uh, it did steak or beef or something so, was up there. Oh my God. God. It was That's a surf and turf uh, flatbread. It was delicious. Steak, uh, shaved ribeye. Shaved ribeye. Shrimp. <laughs> you could taste the love. Um, <laughs> blue cheese crumbles. Jalapeno, Asiago cheese, and a few other things. Then it was the fish, the, the uh... Sushi. Yes, oh my god. Salmon sushi. It exploded. It was just, it was so this is amazing. Nice. Mm-hmm. We did that. I'm lucky. <laughs> <laughs> Combos with Sasha, like, treatment. Like, Tor- Taurus in her own world right now. She is very happy. Yes. Might look at relocating. <laughs> so, we're, um... Going off of uh, podcast episode that they uh, pre-recorded called Requests and Requirements of a Relationship yes. or of a Woman. Just, just in general, just requests and requirements from both sides, uh, from both sides, both from men and women. And there was a lot of elaborate of we received a lot of dialogue back. Um, a lot was receptive. A lot. Was you know felt like it was definitely kinda, wasn't positive. Yeah, a lot wasn't positive. A lot wasn't positive. But but the reason a lot of people felt like it wasn't positive was because we did not have a female's which opinion. we were supposed to exactly. But some bullshit exactly. And somebody canceled. <laughs> so it's unreliable. Exactly. So we had to run with our own. Yeah, we had to. And do, we, we had did to the do. best we could. And so you know we gave it from a male perspective, but we wanted to even the playing field. But the good thing about that podcast, man, it created dialogue. Exactly, which is all I ever wanted. You know what I'm saying? It created dialogue. We so. just wanted people to be able to come and have those type of open discussions and, and, and talk. And I feel like, um, you know, the topic we place is definitely something that was intriguing, brought a lot of people to the table. So you know, we wanted to bring it to you, see what you thought. You know, even the playing field. Oh, Let's speak face. for the ladies. I saw, <laughs> and I feel like she she's about to come for me because she no, already no, threatened. No, no, no. You know what? It's just more of getting an understanding where. Yeah, where I just wanted to hear her thoughts. I, I didn't see nothing wrong with it. Thank you. Wow. So, talk about a little bit about like what the episode was about. What exactly? What you were requiring in a woman, a relationship, whatever the case may be. So the underlying topic that I stated was I feel like women can come to a relationship with a requirement of a man, of her standards. But yet, once a man is in said relationship, it is difficult for him to make requests 
A woman can say, hey, I want this in a man. Hey, you have to have this. Hey, you have to have that. Hey, you need to do this. And this is what I want. You got to be yay tall for me to even talk to you. But a man can now be with a woman and it's like he can have certain requests or things that he wants. And it's like that's a difficult conversation to have. If a man says, oh, I want requests or he has certain expectations, he's seen the shallow. If a woman has certain requirements, they're seen the standards. And so I'm just wondering why there is this. We also spoke on, before you go any further, we also spoke on, on knowing what you're able to provide, though. You dig what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You can't just come to a situation, you know, asking for something that you know you can't you can't provide. Mm-hmm. You dig what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So we also spoke on that, too. Fix your face. We also spoke on that. <laughs> <laughs> we also spoke on that, too. You know what I mean? So uh, I'm big on self-awareness, as I always say, every single mm-hmm. podcast, you know what I'm saying? So if you feel like that you can't, you know, you can't bring that to the table, you need to get the fucking moving. Yeah. We also spoke on that too. Big, you know so, so. so what was your grievances with what you said? I felt like it was more of a, like I understood what he was saying, don't get me wrong, but I also felt like it was a kind of a bashing thing. I mean, the moral of the story there is you're just fucking with the wrong women. Mm. So... How so? Explain that, because women always say that. Women always say, so, when a man says X, Y, Z, okay, you messing with the wrong women. So what does that exactly mean? <laughs> Why you got to put me on the spot? I'm just saying, because because <laughs> women women will say, oh, niggas this, niggas that. And What's then a man, hold on. We're not, we not going to we, we so, I'm going to say from my personal okay, experience. Yeah, let's say my personal you know experience. I have had women tell me, oh, niggas ain't this, niggas ain't that. Mm-hmm. And then as a, the man, of course, is going to respond, well, that's not me. And then I've heard women say, well, all niggas like that. You know what I mean? And that's Okay, so let me, I want to like reiterate to everyone that listens that this is Sasha, one, and that I love both men and women. So the the basis of this, I kind of like, I have blurred lines a little bit because the way a woman requires certain things and a man requires certain things is just, it's different. So it's like... Uh, Cherish, help me. You start out to help you finish. So, women, from the very beginning, we already know what we want. Um, Let me stop that. Women do not know what they want. Women are programmed early on. We are programmed with standards. Mm -hmm. You have to understand, growing up as young, as young, as from, from, from young, Toddlers on. We are automatically giving baby dolls in our hands. We are automatically getting uh, bought kitchen sets, tea sets, things like that, where we are automatically taught to be wifey material. You understand what I'm saying? And not only that, we always get the pep talk of, you know, books before boys, because boys bring babies and it, it's it's just a lot. So the thing, the reason why we may come into a situation with standards is because of what was embedded in us. A lot of us would have loved to just have grown up wilding out and being able to choose what we wanted to do and how we wanted to maneuver in a relationship. But we're taught to be this way. The man is served first in the home, in the house. You saw how you guys were served tonight. Mm-hmm. Regardless if we like men or women, mm-hmm. you saw what yeah. you got tonight. Right. That's based upon our upbringing. Mm-hmm. But it's also like, we have to, you have to understand too, we're living in a society that loves instant, instant gratification. I had this conversation with you earlier. Women look at these social media relationships and instantly want it with the blink of an eye. Mm-hmm. 
And unfortunately, it has bled into the women of our, you know, of our, what are we, generation, generation X? We're X. We're X. X yeah. You know, and it sucks. But unfortunately, that's what, what the hand, the cards that were dealt at the end of the day, because that's just what it is. It's like we're weeding through people. It's like a needle in a haystack for me. That's how I look at it. You, an interesting point you touched on earlier. You said that women are our program mm -hmm. from a young age mm -hmm. to to basically do all of these things to you know, men get served first, mm -hmm. baby dolls, expectation of children, all those type of things. Mm -hmm. And something we touched on in the podcast too. Men are indoctrinated the same. Men are indoctrinated the same way. Mm -hmm. You know, from 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 childbirth, you're a provider. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You have to give, That's you have to was, build the home, you, you have know. to bring home the money. Mm -hmm. But, and I think the problem is, is there's an expectation for men to have so much at a young age. I can agree with that. And when we don't, I think it, for us at a young age, it devalues relationships. Because we're taught in high school that if you're not the kid with the car, and that guy is the guy with the car, where the car is the only way that you can get the uh, yeah, girl. If that. you don't have the clothes, if you don't have the shoes or what she's checking for, then you're not going to be the guy. So I think there's 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 a similar, there's a duality in, in what's going on here. But I just feel like men are not taught to, once we get in the relationship, how do I say, this is what I want? And if that's not something that you're used to doing or want to do, how do we have that conversation? It's very uncomfortable. Well, yeah, it's, and, and at the end of the day, it comes to being with and around somebody who's willing to be understanding and be a communicator. Mm -hmm. It all, it always falls down to decent communication. Yeah, for sure. Good communication. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, I, okay, and you guys probably can't relate, but I'm gonna just step out a little bit because that's what I do. I was having a conversation with one of my friends who's a gay male. And, you know, we were talking about the fact that, you know, men have a, a special gland back there that if it's stimulated, gives a greater orgasm, right? And we talk about the fact that some straight men want that, but they don't know how to explain that to the woman. Like, what the fuck? why do you want that? You gay? What's that? And and I think it's, it, and for me, it's sad because it's like, you should be able to come in and communicate and yeah, say, this sure. is what I want, yeah. this is what I require, this is what I like. You know what I'm saying? But society and, and upbringing and conditioning, we expect for you guys to be the stronghold. We expect for you guys to just take it, take the punches. Not us per se, mm -hmm. but it's just, and I can understand how y'all can possibly feel voiceless in that. Right, yeah. Extremely. Because I think once a, once, once a man says, I have a standard, mm -hmm. for some reason that is very looked up, for my, let me say again, for my personal experience, mm -hmm. I think once a man comes into himself and he says, okay, I figured me out, right? Mm -hmm. And I know what I want as a man. I know where I stand as a man. I know what suits me as a man. I know who I want to walk beside me as a man. And you set that standard and you say, hey, anything that does not fit this role or, or look like what I'm picturing now, I'm not gonna entertain it, right? Mm -hmm. For some reason, that's looked upon so negatively. And I've, I've never really understood what are some of the responses that you've gotten back when you... You hear, you, you hear, so, so, so let's say, 
Like, like for me, I'm, I love going to the gym. That's my personal thing. It's, it's, a, it's a love that we both share. We always in there every other day. Mm -hmm. So what if I was just like, I don't want you to look a certain way, but you, I, I would love for you to go live with me like every now and again, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Or I would love for you to, just to share in some of my personal interests. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, no, nah, I don't do that. Um, oh, hey, can we can we go here? You know, I want to see you in that, da, da, da. You know, whatever, whatever expectation I may have, oh, that you're shallow. You know what I mean? Why do you want that? I don't know what type of chicks you went to. Da 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 da. Don't you think that should be something you address from the door? See, that's I was see, gonna say that. But that's see, like first date but conversation. See, but see, I, I think that's so. Saying, right? yeah. hold, hold, but but feel me here. I think that's so easy to say to where it's like, oh, this is first date conversation. And don't get me wrong, that's something I do now. Like right. I said, yeah, like, yeah, for sure. When you come into your own, but like I'm saying, we're not. We're not raised on that. You know what I mean? I feel a woman is very much so raised like sure. date one. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Date one, I'm gonna ask you X, Y, Z in the third, mm -hmm. right? I'm gonna look at, women are, ta women are taught how to look and scope for men before men are ever taught how to look and scope for women. Which is women are, women are taught by women how to look for a man. Men are taught by television how to look for women. Like, women, uh, repeat okay. that, repeat that. Women are taught by women how to look for a man. Mm -hmm. Men are taught by television how to look for a woman. Ooh, that's a good We're one. not taught by our fathers that this is what we should look for, right, in a yeah. woman. We're taught by what we see on TV. I want a girl that look like that, right? right? That's, okay. that's it. And we're not taught to worry about what your credit score is. I'm not taught to look at how you necessarily dress or how you carry certain things or how deep your vocabulary may be or whether you read a book, right? I'm not taught that. I'm taught just right. to go for what I see. Women are taught on a completely different spectrum. So this is why I'm saying men don't really figure out what they want from a woman realistically mm. until much later in life. And when they finally figure it out, for some reason, it's not as accepted women women carry these requirements through life this is what i want from a man from a young age mm -hmm. when a man finally hits 30 and he's like that's what i want from now on it's like well wait but you know what and 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 we can start from here a lot of us as women have been with men or have dated men to satisfy our mothers mm -hmm. to satisfy our families what would our father approve of you know what I'm saying? Where uh, to to keep our virginity by a certain age, mm -hmm. or to get married by this by this age. Whereas men, you have sex at 13. Hey, my boy, he got some. My yeah, boy, yeah, he got yeah, some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So it's a it's a even though you guys may get started early in certain things, let's just say physically and emotionally, of course, because you once you get fo focused physically, physically, it take you a while to kind of get to that emotional very aspect so, of it. Very much so. So with that in mind, um, you guys are just late, and we're and we're taught to guard our fucking emotions and our feelings and everything so early. Everything is just we're, we're trained, and we are trained. I mean, we it starts with with how how we have to serve our fathers and things like that. You know, like even me growing up in my household, like my father's a black Muslim, my biological father's a black Muslim, so early. At like five, I was taught that, you know, we do this for him, we do that for him, he has to get this amount of sleep. Everything was for him. You know what I'm saying? Thankfully, I got a, somewhat of a radical mom. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Who, you know, she's an independent woman. 
You know what I'm saying? So it was different, the dynamic of seeing my stepmother to my father than to my mother with just the world. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So with that in mind, it's like, I would say that's the reason, like, it ain't something we ask for. Trust me. Right. Because we get to a certain point in our lives where we're like, you know, I just want to wild fuck out. I want to do this. I want to be a polygamist. I want to, like, all, it's like, all, I, I hear my mother now at the age of 59 saying things like, you know, I really just wanted to be a swinger. Mm-hmm. I really just wanted to do this. But she's lived so much of her life trying to satisfy her mother. Right. You know, and, and, and the family dynamic. It's like, it's a face that we have to put on. And it, and it sucks because we lit, like honestly I can speak for especially minority women because we have to be so dignified mm. you know um, it's a mask that we wear that we have to wear and my point is is that I would like I would I would hope that more women would be willing to step out of their programming mm. and be able to listen and hear what you have to say because what you might require might be something that she's always wanted right mm. but deep down mm. she just well, has to push that programming aside right you know what i mean right right okay so but that's where you have to find a woman who is mentally taking care of herself mm. you can't just expect any woman that you find on tinder or plenty of fish or whatever whatever dating app that she's already like in her mind She's just trying to get somebody with some money. Mm-hmm. You know, she's trying to get the dozen, what is it, 12 dozen roses to her house and her room filled with flowers. Like, that's what the women want now. So you literally have to dissect women because all they want is instant gratification. That's it. Mm. To touch on that, mm. I just, I just want to, I just, <laughs> I want to bring a point to that and just hear your thoughts on it. Another thing that, that, we said on the show was that women women don't allow men to date and men can't handle when women date and a lot of people misconstrued what I said in that so I want to clarify what I mean by that is I feel like when when from my personal experience that's all I can speak on personal experiences that that I've witnessed with some of my homies when some women meet a good man the initial aspect seems to lock him down Right in the dating process, like it could be two, three days, and it's like that's the man I want, and you don't even know his middle name, right? No time at all. We get married. I want to have your kids. All these in-depth conversations are happening from like day one, right? And what I mean by men can't handle it is like I got a homegirl right now. She's a teacher, um, smart, beautiful, intelligent, all of that, right? And she dates. And she lets niggas know, like, from day one in the door, you are not going to be the only dude I'm talking to. So we could be on Instagram taking pictures this day, and then two days later, you could see me out with Jimmy, and I'm going to be with him. And and that's what it is. And if you can't handle it, bounce. And it fucks with niggas' heads, because they can't understand, like, coming around a woman, and she's taking a position of power, mm-hmm. you know? So, so this is what I mean. Like, I feel like when a woman meets a man that she's into... From my personal experience, I feel like a lot of time is not taken out to really figure him out before she's making decisions and expectations of what she wants from him. Mm-hmm. So it's no like a dating process, but but it's in the same breath, the type of woman. That in the same about. breath, I feel like a lot of being that man, and I'll be honest, you are egotistical creatures. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So we can't deal with oh, I'm dating you. Like if I'm really into you, you what I want from Jump Street and the Go. But wait, you telling me you out here dating like? 
Men can't deal with it, so I'm, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna What's give you the some, problem? The last chick I dated, right? <laughs> the last chick I dated, right? The first thing she told me, she was like, "Yo, I fuck with other niggas." That was the first thing she told me, yes. and I said, "Okay, cool." And I kept it on. I said, "Okay, cool." So now I know my position. Now I know. Now I know. Okay, cool. You gonna fuck with other niggas? Guess what? I'm gonna do me too. But does that make me a bad person? Cause I don't give a fuck if you know who I'm fucking with. Like, cause no. at the end of the, cause I won't I tell rather, you. I but fuck. I won't tell you. Oh, is that okay. you won't know that I'm fucking who? And that is, Tom, Dick, Harry, Sally, or Samantha. So you saying that communication doesn't happen? In my aspect, no. Because no, at the end of the day, you're not my man. You're not my girl. You're not, not my husband. And you're not my wife. Mm-hmm. But I so feel like that. Causes, you have to understand go ahead, go ahead. that you're always going to be second string until somebody makes you their partner. That is a fact. Period. Is like, a fact. in your mind, you always have to think, even if that person doesn't have nobody on the side. Mm-hmm. This person could potentially be my person, and I'm sure she's talking to whomever. Like, that's how... I haven't always, like, learned that. Like, I was married for five years, and, you know, after, like, being married and living a life where it was... I had to grow up. I was 22 when I was married. So now I'm just like, certain people don't need to know your business. Like, when I started dating, the person I was... One person I was dating did not know about the other. You didn't know about that person, and you didn't know about that person. And that's just what it was. Unless somebody was like, oh, I want you to be my girl. Granted, everybody says that, but they don't really be about that life. Um, You have to, that's when you take the opportunity to like, my stepdad always told me, write your pros and cons about any and everybody. As you go through life, even if it's not relationships, you know, a job, whatever, write your pros and cons. I will write pros and fucking cons all day. And granted, I wasn't, I was never the greatest person when I dated other people. I was, I lied and I was like trying to spare people's feelings because I was like, I don't want to hurt their feelings. But now I'm just like, I am 30 years old. Yeah, for sure. I don't have time. Either I'm gonna be with a woman or I'm gonna be with a man. At the end of the day, I'm gonna have a family, I'm gonna have children, and it is what it is. I lost my train of thought. That fucked me up. <laughs> I think where you were going is that you were basically saying, like, um, you're gonna do you. Yes, and no one has to know, like, not everybody has to know every single thing. You don't need to know why I'm going to the store. You don't need right. to. Because I feel like once I start divulging all that information and you know every single mm-hmm. point of my whereabouts, mm-hmm. the day that I don't give you that mm-hmm. is the day you're going to feel like, oh, damn, she's fucking somebody else. So but are you speaking from a personal experience? Yeah, like, that's what that was definitely. my question. I, I feel yeah. like that's personal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that was personal because my only caveat to that is that if I don't express to you if I don't express to you initially that I'm dating, right, and that you're not the only person. Like, I don't feel like anybody needs to know my left from my right, but at the same time, I do feel like there's that perspective. So we both know how we come into the table, and you know how to approach me, and I know how to approach you. Mm-hmm. If I allow you, if I never tell you I'm dating somebody, so when you text me, I respond. When you call me, I respond. And only to, from your perspective, it looks like, I'm giving my all to you. Right. Because and you could be. And I could be. But you don't know that I'm talking to Keisha and I'm talking but to Tom. But I don't give a who, 
or but, holla or but, who you talking so, to. As long as you have an STD screen and that's clear, mm-hmm. and you ain't bringing me none. Period. Like you're a grown ass man. So with but, a son. So. And I think that's what creates the miscommunication. Because, like I said, oh, a woman, hold on, a woman, a woman can, I, I feel like a woman no can walk into that conversation. Oh my God, I just caught that. Here for it. Hey, Keisha. I'm sorry. I just caught that. This crown got me thrown a little bit. So I'm going to slide to the, I'm going to slide to the next point. So there was something. <laughs> I'm gonna just slide off of that. Keisha. Um. <laughs> so bottom line, man. I, 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 I. So what's the resolution? So we presented the problem. Everybody came to the table. Communication. Communication, and then at the end of the day, if it's a situation where someone does not understand, then you already know where they stand. Right. But you need life. to say that from the beginning. From jump. From jump. Like. From jump. Look. This is what it is. Mm. Or even if you don't want to say, "Hey, I'm dating whomever on the side," like, as long as you have that understanding of just communicating like if you don't want if you're not going to be my person at the end of the day of me dating three other people then i'm gonna just dub dub it like that's the thing about me i don't wait for red flags to pop up you dig what i'm saying Go ahead and talk to me. But you should though, because nah. it's one red flag. Nah, no. one red flag. No. Nah, I move on. I move no. on the orange flag. No, I move why? on. The, I, but I, you I, could genuinely. But the, wow. No, 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 because I, you I, can I, mold you mean, somebody. You what I'm saying. Nah, I don't wait for red flags. Like you said, I say it at the door. You dig what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. So I gotta say, hey, look, this is. I'm not gonna tolerate this, that, the third. So I'm not gonna wait for this, that, the third to happen. Then I'm like, oh, I won't fuck with that. No. Nope. But you're men- um, immediately eliminating women in that aspect because it's just like, but do you, you just, expect? You just what you me on that it depends on what they consider red flags. Do you expect us to automatically assume that you guys got it all together? Of course you're gonna fuck I'm up. Of course up. you're gonna throw red <laughs> flags in there. But we're gonna be like, all right. I could potentially see myself walking down an aisle with you and having your babies. Like, okay. what am I willing to talk okay. about? I, I got you. Do you get I got what I'm you. saying? I, I, so okay, it's I'm just like, what you you can make, you. I'm not you. saying fall in love with the potential of people because it can get your heart broken, period. But what I'm saying is everybody has an ability to change as long as you communicate that. Okay. Like, even you. if in the beginning you're like, I, this is a hard fucking no for me, but you start like really, really enjoying conversations and company with mm. this person and you're just like, okay, maybe, you know, I dated a guy who his hard no was, <laughs> I couldn't be friends with people I fucked with. Like I fucked. And I was like, well, you got me fucked up because, you know, I have a lot of ex-girlfriends that I really consider my friends. Right, for sure. And, you know, another situation that I consider him my friend. So I don't know what to tell you. And it's like, as soon as I voiced that, he he had the opportunity to say, nah, fuck you, woop-de-woop-woop. But because we enjoyed each other's company and we- He enjoyed, compromised. He compromised. Mm-hmm. And that's what, that's what you have to do. You that's have to compromise. But it didn't work. <laughs> it did, no, because of him. It, hold on, wait. Hold on, wait, 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 w
you know, I respect that. All right, and, and he had a kid. So I was like, all right, cool, 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 whatever. But literally, it didn't work because he was going through family issues. Like, we had just met, and he was just like, I don't want to bring you down, and I'm not going to have time to talk to you. Hmm. And he's on my line now. Months bad later. Timing, basically. It was bad down. timing, basically. It was bad timing, but I don't have to. Look, and this is how I look at it. If at a certain point in your life, you're going through so much that you feel like you can't talk to your significant other, your potential significant other, or your wife, your husband, whatever, I'm not going to be with you. Okay. So, yeah, he came back months later, and he wants to, like, rekindle things, but I'm like, son, I could have been with you through that whole thing, mm -hmm. and I could have held your hand through the whole fucking process. Were you ready for that, though? Were you ready I was. For okay. okay. And, as, and I say I was because, like I said before, I was married, so I, I know what going through having a penny in your bank account self-awareness you know what i'm saying gotcha. like i i sacrifice so much and i'm okay with that if if this is all you're going through i'm gonna go through it with you for sure and some women are not a bit like that but i am mm -hmm. and that's that is why it didn't work mm. <laughs> i'm with you i'm not waiting for a red flag but you're not giving women chances you're not giving like what are you guys' red flags? Give me five between the both of you. Mm. My biggest red flag is you will not get between me and my kids. That's, oh, that's, 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 that's my bottom line. Hell yeah. But, but what, where, where the issue comes in, and it sounds simple, and a lot of women say, oh, oh, I will never, da, 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 da. But the problem is, Your time. for me, is I, like a lot of, like, okay, so for maybe 80% of the women I met, right, their love language is quality time. That's, That's what they want, right? So, <laughs> so the problem comes in is like, I have a kid yeah. and like I'm a single, single parent. Like I'm the only parent. That's it. You see what I'm saying? So the problem comes in where I feel like, you know, you meet, they meet the guy, they want to be number one priority or they expect to be put first. Mm -hmm. I will let you know off Jump Street, that's not going to happen. Right. I will never put you first. Like if something come up with my kid, I'm gone. You know right. what I mean? Because my kid is like, that's my A1 day Absolutely. one. I'm going to always have my kid. I don't know if you're going to be here next week. That's right. So the problem comes in is like everybody says, oh, that's cool. I like that. I always compare me and Brandon. I compare me and Brandon to the puppy you, you see at the store. The puppy is cute. The puppy is beautiful. Oh, oh, I want, listen, I want the puppy. Oh, I love the puppy. You know what I mean? Because the pup, the pu you're seeing the puppy on display. And the puppy is everything you ever wanted, right? Mm -hmm. So you take the puppy home, and the puppy pees on your carpet, or the puppy shits in the bathroom, or the puppy rips up your favorite dress. So now you gotta wake up at four o'clock in the morning to take the puppy outside. You know what I mean? It comes with responsibility. Yeah. You didn't see that initially, but you thought you could handle it right. because you thought it was everything you wanted. And I feel like it was a quote. We play, it was a tape we played. The the, the recording. Which it was the woman. Too? It was the woman who. It was a woman, and she said, "That was the second clip." Yeah, it was, was the second, second clip. clip. And what she said, women say that they want to be everything to a man. But and I don't basically think, they're not prepared. For I don't think it's even man or woman. I think you really have to look at that shit before you tell somebody, "I want to be your everything." Like I feel like that's such a common statement we say. You know, when you're looking at a person and it sounds good, right? But when you're telling the person you want to be everything to them, like, yo, are you looking at 
what they struggle with. Are you looking at their demons? Are you looking at... It depends on the caliber of woman, honey. Because when I tell somebody I want to be everything, that's exactly what I am. And let me tell you something. Raising a 14-year-old black boy has taught me how to be selective. Like, nobody is going to meet my son until somebody has a ring on my finger. Like, period. He said the same same exact thing. And our situation is a little different because he lives in Chicago with his um, biological mother and his dad. But at the end of the day, I'm mommy Sasha. Like... He wants to know who I'm with. He wants to know that I'm happy. He like, and he's 14. Like from the moment I met him, I met him when he was seven years old. Like he was the cutest kid. He was spunky. He just excited me, and I was just like, I'm gonna protect him for the rest of his life. Like, and I was like, that's that's my dog. Right for sure. And so like I when I make decisions, like. I do now. I, I do it to make sure that at the end of the day, my son is going to be loved. Whether I'm with a woman, a man, doesn't matter. As long as my that person loves my kid. Because I had a terrible relationship with my biological father. Like, he was death upon me. And I would, like, in a room, I would, like, if he was on fire, I wouldn't even spit on him. And my stepfather showed me what it means to, like, love. Mm. another child that's not your own mm. and I like raising a black boy and seeing what you guys go through like I always made sure that he was like emotional like I you could cry it's alright like it's okay you can cry and he would cry to me but he wouldn't go to his other mother mm. and and I just look at that and I'm just like I want him to find a woman that embraces that and it makes me sad that you both haven't found that yet because I would never want my son to like feel like he's alone mm-hmm. in this fucked up ass world that everybody's targeting him and he has a fucking target on his back. Yeah, yeah. Like that shit breaks my heart. So. For me, that's my initial, that's my initial guideline. Like when I meet somebody and I feel like it's going at like, could I see myself leaving you alone? with my kid could mm-hmm. I see you being responsible with my kid like I'm in the military like if I get deployed for a year would I could I rely on you to hold shit down and me not have to question whether my son was good right you know what I mean and and because I have not found the answer to that question yet that's why I still the way that it is you know it's like I'm not just measuring you for me I gotta measure you for somebody else yeah, for sure. you know what I mean and I think a lot of people don't realize because I have my son and because I have my son full time and he's always with me with me walking into a relationship it's not just my heart that I have to look out for cause right. even though he's 13 kids don't know how to date and they don't know how to break up that's true you see what I'm saying right. so there's so much say that again say it again kids that's don't know how to up, date man. and they don't know how to break up you see what I'm saying? So it's like, I have to be very careful. This is why my, my red flags is different from Big Will's red yeah. flags. And my cutoff period is a lot quicker than Big Will's cutoff period. Right. Because if I see something initially where I'm like, not only would that shit not work for me, and I know I couldn't fuck with it, but I damn sure wouldn't want that shit around my kid. It's a right. done deal. Right. It's, and, sure. it's, and there's no questions asked. And they, there's even been situations where people that I run into and it's like, damn, I really like you. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm really feeling our whole vibe and, and everything. But 
shit, I couldn't bring you around my son. Right. I, I couldn't count on you to be there when he needs you. Right. You see what I'm saying? And because that doesn't work, I gotta walk away from this. So again, my my requests are different from his. You know what I mean? I'm not, I don't have requests of a woman simply from the mindset of being a single man. I got requests from a woman like, could I see you in the motherhood role? Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like you say, you, you know, I, I might be meeting a woman at a time of her life where she want to wild out. And that's cool. And mm -hmm. I, I respect that. But that wouldn't fit over here. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, I, I, I respect you wanting to do all of this and, 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 and I don't have a problem with that. But that's not where my son needs to see a woman right now. You know what I mean? And so there's just a lot going on here. So with, with that being said, um, it's it's very hard for me to maneuver in that in that dating lane. You know what I mean? As far as like trying to find somebody to to fit this role, because I got a whole person behind me who has his own requests. You know what I mean? That's like, bro, I want somebody that's gonna look like everybody else's mom. You know what I mean? Or that's gonna be there for me, like when I want to cry, or I want to talk about girls, or I want to do all that type of stuff. And until I find somebody that fits that role. It just is what it is. Okay. So with that in mind, what are we gonna we didn't get big wheels. No, red flag. I was gonna let y'all keep talking about yeah, what's your red flag? I uh, only really got only really got that many. You know what I'm saying? My my main thing is I work for me. So my time is valuable to me. Mm -hmm. Like I can't be around and talking to you all the time. Right. Cause I'm busy trying to build my empire. Right. Just in case I do want to bring you into this. You okay. dig what I'm saying? So I can't be around you all the time. I can't talk to you all the time. But Laid I, up. Right. I can't yeah. I can't do that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Also, you gotta show me that you actually give a fuck. Cause when I'm fucking with you, I give you everything that I have. Right. I put it all out there. You get all of me. Right. You dig what I'm saying? But if I can't get that back, I'm like, okay, I don't fuck with that. I don't like that. I don't, I don't want to be the one emptying out my glass and then when I put my glass down, I, ha I don't have shit left. Mm -hmm. I don't like that shit. That's not me. Right. And that's only really my main two. And communication. Okay. Be transparent. I'm big on being uh, being transparent. Because a lot of people hear the podcast and be like, yo, Will's just straightforward. No, I'm telling you who I am. Right. You dig what I'm saying? You know who I am. So that way you can't, you, my face card is good everywhere because I'm transparent with you. If I can't get that back, then I'm like, okay, I don't fuck with that either. So that's only really got three. I know you asked for five, only got three. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. I just think at, at the end of the day, it's just something that needs to be talked about. I mean, you have to, have, like I said, be in the vicinity of somebody who is willing to, number one, put themselves aside, put their ego aside to listen. Right. And I'm big on compromise. I don't mind yeah. compromise for nobody. I mean, I'm not gonna say that. I'm not gonna say nobody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. I, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna rephrase that. I don't mind compromising for the right person that I feel is for me. Yeah, who will compromise for you? For sure. Yeah. For yeah. That's what that's what that is. Definitely. So, okay. So, all right, let's let's paint a scenario then. Let's paint a scenario. Talk to Oh Jesus. How would you guys pre prefer? to meet women. I mean, I know we do have social media and dating apps and things like that. In person. Okay, me too. In person. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, yeah, for sure. Um, so the, the initial conversation in order to kind of get things 
say we want to get the bulk of the bullshit out the way. Mm. What does the first conversation look like with, with these with these requirements? Like all like the very first initial meeting. Okay, we're we're here. We're we're at a bar. Oh, Jesus. I'm looking like a snack. Oh, Ooh, Jesus. I'm going to tell you you look like one. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? A whole snack. What? Hey, right, I'm trying to push your And you know what? And you know, I'm going to send you a drink. Because mm. that's, that's the type of shit I do. Yes. I'm going to send you yes. a drink. All right? I'm going to lie. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> I'm interested. So we come and you talk. And I think I just got nervous. And again, <laughs> <laughs> I got them back started sweating when you said that. Moment, moment, moment. Shit, and rightfully so. <laughs> but no. And so with that in mind, you know, I ask you, you know, what what are you what do you look for in a woman? I need somebody that's ambitious. I need somebody oh, that's going. Yes, God. I need somebody who going. If you have a goal. If you have a goal, mm-hmm. and that's your ultimate goal, I need to see you working towards that. Mm, right. I don't need you, and I, I think I said, didn't I say this shit? About I, I don't need you, you if, I'm, if I'm handling my business, I don't need you on my back worried about what the fuck I'm doing. I don't mind, because that means you show me that you care. Mm. But also, if you got that goal, I need to see you, with my periphery, I need to see you going for that shit too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You dig what I'm saying? I need to see you being... Working on you. If you telling me that you fucked up from the beginning, okay, I'm gonna ask you. Okay, okay. Who <laughs> say that shit? I'm just a big fucking mess. I, I, t- I, I said all the time. I said it early. I, I, say, I, 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 really, like, I said it. I said it early. I got a lot like, of I'm shit going on. Right. Okay. And I will tell you that, like, look, I got this day the third rocking. I'm working on it. This is what I'm doing to handle that. Are you able to walk with me through that situation? Okay. Even though I'm not with you, are you able to? Go through that with me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Not off rip, but you, you dig what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So, I that's that's pretty much what that is. And then the drink's gonna take take effect, and I'm gonna just mm-hmm. start talking crazy. So, <laughs> oh, <shit>. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We keep it on. Word. I'm a very like first conversation. I I feel like it should be fun. I feel like it should be. I was never taught like when I was younger what sex was or like sensual sensuality or just sexual energy and so like now I've, I've taken the opportunity to like really get like I want you to want me as much as I want you that's sure. why I sent you that drink mm-hmm. we ain't gotta talk about we gonna get married right, tomorrow right. I, I can dig that. I and can we can have kids and you know that's kind of like how I start the conversation because mm-hmm. at the end of the day you have to be sexually attracted to somebody Period. Like, you can get on my motherfucking nerves, but we gonna go in this bathroom and we gonna go fuck her quick. Like, that's just how I, God, please, parents, I hope you're not listening to this. Fuck them. Say y'all, what's up? But, that's how, like, that's how I feel. Like, if I can't potentially see you going into the bathroom and we fucking, then I don't wanna fuck with you. Period. That's how my conversation is. There we are, we we got that. If you ain't fucking, I think I think for me, <laughs> if you ain't fuckable, yeah, I ain't fucking with you. you. Okay. Yeah. I think for me, um, and you know what? And the reason why I'm playing the scenario because that that was a scenario that I've actually had. Like I've actually sent a guy a drink and just that's bring Libra. your ass. That's the Libra in you, girl. I can't help girl. it, girl. I was like, when I see something, I want. It's mine. I don't, and that's the difference <laughs> between me. Like, I'm not gonna, you're gonna send me the first drink. Mm-mm. Like, 
Period. Because I don't go searching for nobody. What nope. you're not going to do is think I'm going to come running for you. No, nope. period. It's not I running for you. No, 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 that's the thing. It's not, it's not running for you. It's just letting you know, like, I'm here. But you already know I'm here because my presence is a fucking one. No, no, that's cool. I like your confidence. That's cool. I'm like, my, that's my <laughs> presence <laughs> is a like that. cool. That's cool. That's cool. But you know what? The thing is, is this. Some, you gotta realize there's a lot of other fucked up bitches around us. Ooh. That's, that don't have those qualities. And let me, oh, hold on, let me finish. That are waiting for a nigga to send them a drink. I'm not that bitch. But I am that bitch. I'm not gonna wait. But I'm that bitch because I'm, you're, what you're gonna be able to do (laughs) in a room full of fucked up bitches, you're gonna see that star right there. And I'm, she, hello? Okay. Okay. But you see me, you see the star, and the star just sent you a drink. I've never had a negative. Like, like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, like, now let's talk. And you know, and at the, at the end of the day, it shocked us. Fuck out of him. Of he, he, he wasn't ready. Like he, he's like, you, he's like, I said, yeah, that's that's for you. He's like, oh, okay, how, you know, how you doing? That shit don't happen. Oh, that's fine. It doesn't, and you know, it it escalated nicely. But the thing is, is that I think for me is, and and my point is, is this. That's me stepping out of my conditioning, because mm. my mama taught me. You don't go to the bar with your wallet as a woman. You should look good enough, smell good enough, have this, that, and the other to where when you sit at the bar, your drink is paid for, your meal is paid for, your dessert is paid for, and they asking if they can pay your light bill at the end of the night. I think the difference between me and you is though that like, even though that I never grew up on, like my mom telling me about sex and sensuality, like I still could go in the club and not be half naked and still have my drinks paid for, my yeah. food paid for or whatever, because I walked in there not half naked, right? knowing that I run this shit and there, and like there, there was like, and I think that that's the, like, difference with a lot of people like yeah you're confident yeah you this yeah you wear this and it's just like at the end of the day i'm going to the club or whatever the fuck as myself yeah i'm not gonna pretend to be nobody else because mm. you want that consistency that you have in that club son i like to wear sweatpants and hats and hoodies and i like to be in my bed so that's kind of what that's you're gonna get, get period yeah. so that's how that's how i look at it I, yeah i see both i see both sides i think there's been times where i've been out and i've seen a woman and i damn nigga, i can't have my drink oh i thought she was just playing i thought she was thinking too hard bro you had me nervous i've man. seen my a mom. woman <laughs> yeah you scared of the motherfucker. i've seen a woman and i've sent the drink or i've approached and 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 that's dope because that's within my my realm of control right mm-hmm. but there's been times where a woman shot her shot and I think for me, because one, like my brother said, it doesn't happen often. You know, mm-hmm. you, you, it's very rare that you see a woman go for what she wants. Um, and there's, there's a, the sexiness of that when that situation happens and you find out like you're, you're being approached. You know what I mean? You're being put on the back burner. Now mm-hmm. you're the one that has to develop a response to the initial um, attraction. Now let me I mean? let me cut you off though. Go ahead. The only reason why Brother Man even got the drink set was because we kept catching eye contact all yeah. night. Right, for sure. 
So my my intuition was just like, Go so it's like maybe it's like even if, if you're in because a lot of I've heard a lot of the times that with with men they said they they they've been intimidated by my presence. Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, I don't know how to approach her. Some people say, well, you know, you kind of look like you do like Rolexes and this, that, and the other, and that's it. And <laughs> but at the same time, you like what you like. You know what I'm saying? At the same time, it's like, no, if we're if we're vibing right, and I'm sure. feeling you, I'm gonna send you a drink. Like, let's stop this, because I'm not about to like we wait until the end of the night and I'm gonna sit here and <sighs> mm-hmm. no. There go your Hennessy, come on over here, let's talk. Like, you know what I mean? Like, but continue. So my point is, is that I I, I don't just the blindly just be like, you know, let me just, you know, oh, he cute, let me say. No, it's like, okay, we've been, we've been locking eyes all night, nigga, what's good? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, just kind continue. Of just kind of take it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what are, what, are, what are y'all requirements, for sure? <laughs> <laughs> and what? <laughs> the same way you asked me. Well, well I, I, in men or women? Shit. Both. <laughs> shit. <laughs> okay, shit, both. Okay. Well. <laughs> it's so far, you know what I'm saying? Well, um, in a man, I look for... Hold on, let me make sure I got my checklist. Let me make sure I got my checklist. <laughs> 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 um... <laughs> you know what? Uh, a gentleman. Oh, for a gentleman. Somebody that's not afraid to be vulnerable. Talks to me nasty. Somebody that's not afraid. Oh yeah, talk to me nasty. <laughs> um, somebody that's not afraid to express how they're feeling. Being okay. like I said, vulnerability is a big thing for me with men because I feel like Ooh. men feel like they have to go out into the world and wear so many faces. Yeah. You don't have to wear that face for me. Um, y'all so stupid. Y'all <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I like handymen. I don't know why, like, like... I do be fixing shit. I shit. Oh, yeah. I do. I like a man that don't have, don't want mine getting his hands dirty. Time, that's that's my father. Like, that's what I'm saying. Word. Time, you fix my... Word. Shit no fun fact, I used to go into the house with my dad and fix pipes and shit. And I love room. to fix things. No yeah. real shit, because you know I flip houses and I do renovations and shit. Okay. Yeah, he did it. Um um a handyman, um, a man that feels like no challenge is too big. You, you, you ain't never got no challenges. You challenge the list. <laughs> And I don't know that men are built 80% of this, but a man is willing to put his ego aside to learn. You to be, be doing that. that all the time. Like, the other day I told you, I appreciated <laughs> how you put your ego to the side yeah. Yeah. and you handled. Thank you, because that was big for you. Go ahead. I like a man to be a man, period. Because, be, be, because. Well, my name is William Avery Johnson. I'm nice to meet Fe- you. I was born February 7th. Word. Wait, wait, wait. What is it? Aquarius. Aquarius. 
for sure. Oh my god. Don't don't do that. You don't see. <laughs> <I'm> a, <laughs> don't, 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 wait, wait, wait. Don't don't. Yeah, don't. we know he's a Leo. I'm a Libra. He's a Leo. Okay. And Word. so, woo. Yeah. That's too. Okay. I ain't even, you know what? I said I wasn't. <laughs> I said I wasn't, and I'm gonna. Okay, over. so so that's my that's my requirements for men. Um, and and the thing is, I don't. When it, I'm not. I'm not even a lot of pressure on men. Yeah. Like we do. We yes, do. we do. Like even in the bedroom, yeah. like it's sad. It's like you know, like you. Yeah, not really. Like, no, not. Oh come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a lot of expectation that we have of men. Period. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I'm a compromiser. Unfortunately. Unfortunately, unfortunately big time. I say that. Oh, I wish you heard her stories because I just be like, damn, fuck you. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> as far as women, um. Go ahead, you can say. <laughs> My requirement as far as women is honesty is a big thing. Yeah, for sure. Um and and that's because of the fact that I know how we can be. Mm-hmm. We're very mm-hmm. sneaky. Sneaky. Okay. So you know, um honesty is a big thing and what else? Sex. Oh, yeah, oh no. Sex. Yeah. Top tier. Sex has sex. to be. I, I do not make no excuses with women when it comes that. to sex. For sure. I, I don't. That. I don't. Like if the sex is whack, like I don't wanna talk I, to you. No. I'm not like I'm, I might be. I'm a Libra, so I'm naturally nice about it. But I'm definitely cheating on your ass. Mm-hmm. Like it's not. It's. It, I, I need what I need from a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, I need for a woman to be willing to be. Cause I've dealt with masculine women as well as feminine presenting women as well. Um, I need you to be willing to be a woman, regardless of how you present yourself out in public. I don't give a fuck if you dress like a nigga because that's more comfortable for you or you feel, or you don't want men yeah. looking at you or whatever your reasoning may be. But when we are together, I need for you to be a woman because I can have any man I want. So, so, I, it was, so if, I'm, if I'm choosing you as a woman, I need for you to embrace that part. So your status for a woman is pretty much higher than uh, you look. Much higher. Okay. Much higher. And 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 the reason why it is is because of the fact that you know I've had my my, my share of men, and you know I hate to say this. <laughs> no, say what you, say what's on your heart. Say it say with your chest. Your heart. <laughs> say what's on your heart. You know what I'm saying? Um, for the most part. Most men have proven themselves to be the same instinctively. Oh no, trust not, me. Not saying, oh, all niggas are the same. Instinctively. It doesn't require much. Right, for sure. You know what I'm saying? What women saying. is more you have to figure out because women are not instinctive. They're a little more emotional. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're not as logical. So I like I like a little a woman that has like a little bit of a a masculine edge to her as far as her mind. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But still being able to embrace her femininity and understand that she's a woman and that a woman is a, is a very powerful source of the universe. Big mm-hmm. time. You know what I'm saying? So understanding that, that's a big deal for me. So yes, my my, my standards as far as women is, <laughs> it is high. That's understood. It is high. And I have, I've settled for love. Mm. But mm. we all have. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. We all sure have. have. Yes, we have. Yeah, but as far as you know, men, men, I, you know, I can, I can work because I'm, I'm with a nigga at heart, okay. I don't base it off of men, women. I the this is 
this is the kind of human that I want. Period. I want somebody that communicates and that loves me and the fuck the shit out of me when I need it. Dog walk your ass, basically. Like, basically, in a nutshell, so, like, that's that what nigga. the fuck you say? <laughs> that's, that's a nigga mentality. You see what I'm saying? That's a nigga right there. You know I, mean? I need that sometimes. Treat me good, love me, and fuck the shit out of me. If you know, me. like we can we can go half on shit. Like I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't care as long as you check. Like I don't know the whole nice. Mm, oh, say, no, say, the say, whole say. nice guy thing. Like I love it. Don't get me wrong. I love a gentleman, but I also need somebody to be like, you know, shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna fuck you up, but not in the sense of like abuse. Oh, okay. I'm you know what I'm saying? Like okay. just like oh. Right, assertive. You know what's gonna go down. You know what's mouth. up when we get home. Yeah, for sure. Right. Okay. Type shit. Like I need that because I just then I'm gonna look at you like, oh you silly. Right. Oh you's a silly somebody. And that's how I like that's how I've maneuvered. Like I, my ex wife, you say just a few sweet words to her. You know you coddle her. Would do. But at the end of the day, sexually she wasn't satisfying me at all. So I'm Damn, just like, I, don't know, to this shit. I hope not either, because yeah, your pussy sucks. Anyway, <laughs> like I'm very big on like, we didn't have sex for like two years. I'm very big. So wait, hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, you married and you like, we got to do it for the kids. Yeah. Mm. So y'all won't do no fun. No. I think that's the worst thing in the world. No, Nigga, I'm like, cheating. Uh, what? So, no, I can understand that. <laughs> Not even trying to be funny. When I listen to your episode, uh, requirements. What is it? Request. Yes, the first clip when he had said, "What did he say?" The one with the husband and the wife. So he was basically talking about how now that they were married, she wasn't giving it up as much as she had. No, let me let me say this incorrectly. So basically what she said was if you want the sex to continue, I wanna get married. And so he felt like he fulfilled her requirement. But now he had a request for it to continue and it wasn't happening as much as the previous agreement was. So it's like she told him, if you want X, then I need Y. And he said, I did what you told me to do. You pressured me into this. I did it because I wanted it. And now that I gave you what you wanted, I'm not getting what I want. And that's a, and that is where I feel like people have. It's okay to want somebody in the beginning. I get it. It's new. It's you know. It's exhilarating. But I need you to keep that consistency. Five years, two years, yeah. ten years. We could try flips, tricks, and whatever, whatever the hell you want. Whatever. But it needs to be consistent. When somebody stops making it consistent, it's just like. Mm. I bring somebody in this bitch. Let's whatever. Do it. And I feel like, and that's another thing. Men who are interested in women, kind of interested in women that are that like women who have been in a relationship with women also think that they want somebody extra in the bedroom. Like, granted, I love women. I'm always gonna love Me women. Too. I don't care if I'm with a man or a woman. No, I'm that gonna is not always because women are just beautiful beings. You put them on a mm-hmm. high pedestal, like that's it. Mm-hmm. But. If you if you ask my man say I don't want you to fuck no more women, I'm gonna respect that. Mm. I'm gonna respect that as a woman who's I, already I, been married, who's I, already done all this crazy wild ass shit. But if he then then says to me, 
Well, I want to help you fulfill your need to be with a woman once a year. Once a year? Once a year. Let's just say that once a year. 365 days a year. Just once a year. <laughs> then you can do whatever the fuck you want. Go ahead. Like, and then I'll be like, oh, okay. But by then for me, for me, not everybody else, I would just be like, you are enough. Yeah. Okay. But again, okay. this respect. has taken a lot of growth. It. For sure, I could do. Because I was never, I was like, I wanted her and him and her and him and him, and we all could be in the same room and I wouldn't give a fuck. But now I'm a little bit more selective because right. at the end of the day, I want to be able to build a foundation with someone without leaving my own foundation. Mm. Yes. And I think that's what's more important to me than anything. Because at the end of the day. We have children, like you, my cast kids. You know, one day cherish one child, one child. You know, I have one child. Like at the end of the day, we have to do this for one. our legacy. We we, we have to lay. <laughs> he only has one child. He only has one child. We're sorry. One, what up, B? Just one. What up, B? <laughs> what up, baby? Because that way he ain't listening. You know, we have to leave a legacy, especially the people with children, to understand that mm-hmm. the person that we bring into our life, I, I just, I don't know. Like, I'm just, I'm so fickle now. Like, I'm so precise. I don't want temporary people in my life For anymore. sure. I love honesty. I feel like people talk about being honest, but they ain't really ready to be honest. It's hard. Yeah, I, I feel like we, we say that shit initially because mm-hmm. it sounds cute mm-hmm. when we first meet. Yeah, for you sure. You know what I mean? It sounds sure. cute. But niggas don't want to be honest for real. Niggas don't want to talk about their past. Um, I love honesty. I feel like honesty from a woman is sexy as hell. Um, Cause I feel like when you're able to break down that barrier and look at each other for who you really are, you know what I mean? Like we gonna always show everybody else like a facade. No, but when we're able to be like, yo, like this is this is me and this is what I've been through and this is what I deal with and this is what I struggle with and I can't share that shit with nobody else. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I'm gonna be honest with you about it. You know what I mean? Um, I love a woman that realizes what the fuck she got in front of her when she see it. Word. I feel like that's a that's a problem. I feel like a lot of women have a lot from my personal experience. Meet a lot of good men that you just don't recognize as a good nigga when you got them. You know what I mean? So just recognize what's in front of you. Definitely. Um, some drag out sex, yo. Some just like, I'm trying to make you reach for shit. Speaking different languages that I'm trying to make you write stories about me the next morning. You know, I'm trying to make it to the group chat. All that. You feel me? Like, all that. I need a group chat. I want to be in a group chat, bro. I think that's the main thing a man feels. Like, I, I never want to walk into a relationship and be afraid that the chemistry, the sexual chemistry is going to go somewhere. Like, I want to walk in the house every day and see my wife and be like, yo, fuck that dinner. Like, just come in. Right. Dog walk you know what I mean? Right. Like, just, child, just, right. just come sure. in. And not even, not even Damn, just not like... aggressive. Not oh, even yeah, just sure. like yeah. on yeah, some... Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, and I haven't found it yet, but it has to be an amazing feeling when you can look at somebody and put your hands on them and be like, you mine. Like, you, not in the sense of, not in the sense of slavery or no no stupid shit, but like, this belongs to me, like, this is mine. I don't have to worry about you going off on me or or, or cheating or whatever the case may be like this is my woman and she is i think what a lot of women don't realize is a lot of men want their women to be satisfied with them 
like to know that you don't have to go outside of me for anything like yo I know that you know that I know that I'm bringing everything you need to the table and I got you you know what I mean like so you're fulfilling that side of me as a provider but on the other side like you're really securing me like as a man you know what I mean like I come home this is my castle that's my wife this is my kids you know what I mean mm-hmm. um just somebody you can be real with like I just I would love to be able to have those open ass conversations where I really feel like you're a diary Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I can write in you forever and know that whatever the fuck I tell you is like between me and you, mm-hmm. and you got me. Like you know me. Like we all we, we get in relationships and we talk about like being able to look across the room and know what somebody is thinking or whatever. Yes. But but to really get to that point where like fuck I can look at you and like know what the fuck you thinking and you ain't even got to talk to me. Mm-hmm. Shit like that. And I think we we I think people are scared of that. I think real, like real low key all this no, shit. No, they are. All this shit we just talked about, niggas don't want that no, shit. No, 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 because it re- because it requires an amount of self love and self awareness that people aren't willing to give Boom. themselves. Not not only that, but it requires you to say this is it. Mm-hmm. Like I think people are really afraid of being like everything I need is really in this one person mm-hmm. but because of all the bullshit I previously went through I have to find a reason that you can't be it or oh, I feel like I don't deserve it that too I have to make up I have to make up complications on why it wouldn't work exactly I have to find reasons to be like this shit wouldn't fit and so we make that shit make sense in our own head and then we lose out that's what I want Let's do this. Let's do this. So for for, for everybody that's listening, it's, it's, it's January uh, 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really not big into into resolutions. Something I really been focused on is like 300, 369 days of manifestation. So like every day I'm waking up and I, I spend my time manifesting what I want for this year. Um, and just making sure that I stay dedicated and consistent to manifesting and creating every fucking thing I want Mm -hmm. Um, that this year will look absolutely nothing like last year did Um, everything I want is going to happen this year everything I ever wanted is going to happen this year so I say that to say this what what are your what are your manifestations for this year what what is everybody collectively um, saying this is what I want to manifest um go first Sasha (laughs) (laughs) without it feeling like instant gratification. I want it to last. I want it to <sighs> embed in my bones so that I can always know what happiness feels like. Um, I want my creative energy to surge and um, it's difficult, especially when we're, we feel very isolated as people. <clears throat> um, I just want more. Like I want more for myself, and I want my. To, I want to re- remind myself to always be gentle. Like it's okay to make mistakes, and it's okay to love the wrong people sometimes, and it's okay to just be. Um, I don't think that I've been able to just be for a really long time. I think that I've just been able to 
give different people little pieces of me and just, they're my purpose. And I have to realize that I have to be my purpose. Mm. So I think this year is going to show me how important it is to not, to stop pouring the water and everybody else's jug and to pour it into myself. I know 2020 was supposed to be that year, but I think 2020 taught me what I require, what are my boundaries, what do I want, and what do I need as a woman, especially a woman of color. Like, I can't settle for less than what I deserve. And I think this year is gonna be the year where it's just like, all of that is gonna come into manifestation. And it's just like, you're gonna have this and this and this and this. And I, you know, I, I give that to God first and foremost, because I feel like that's his, that he, he got that. Like he already knows what's coming in the future. Yes, sure. I just gotta make sure that I, I stay in communication and love and just talk with him to understand where I'm supposed to go. So that is how I feel like 2021 is just like, it's heading for me as a woman. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, like for me, I would say I would like to be at a point where I recognize my worth enough to no longer put myself aside for anyone. You know what I'm saying? Um, being able to know that all the things that everybody else sees in me, you see it yourself. I see it in myself. Like, 100%. Because you hot fire. Shut up, this one. <laughs> you know, that and then to also, um, <clears throat> fearlessness. I want that. I want that really bad. And I think, like, I wrote, I wrote in my journal today and I wrote the fact that I've, I've always, for these past couple of years, I spent so much time beating myself up, trying to compare myself to my younger self. And it's like, well, how about you compare? You feel like a child right now at 33. Why would you compare yourself to the child that you were at 15 and, and, tr and, and make it seem like she was so much better? It's like, why would you do that? So as opposed to trying to get back to her or get back to that feeling, reinvent yourself. You know what I'm saying? So now that's what I wanna I wanna manifest. I wanna manifest just being able to reinvent myself always with progression lack of progression leads to depression. You know what I'm saying? Just mm -hmm. wanting to be so one more time. lack of yeah, progression to leads to depression. Shit. You know what I mean? Just wanting to be a better person and then in me being a better person, of course. All of my equals, whether it be friends, relationships, whatever the case may be, will attract itself to me. My caliber will rise, thus the caliber around me rises. Shit, you man. Know what I mean? Talk I mean, so that's that. It's just a matter of being consistent. It's consistent because you know what? Your our brains would love for us to be in a comfort zone. Mm. Our brains want us to. If we're used to drinking, smoking, and partying, and you know, not meditating, our brain's like, yes, that's comfortable. We don't right. have to do it. So the moment we try to do it, we get those negative thoughts, those negative feelings, those feelings like, I don't feel like doing this right now. It don't have to be that way. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just a matter of, like, this year, I'm looking forward to the battle with myself. 
I don't have to. I, it's, it's not about battling with other people. Because every at the end of the like day, like every that. obstacle, every problem, every everything that we have manifested, everything that we have attracted is us. It's our energy. Right. Sometimes we vibrate high. Sometimes we vibrate low. And when we vibrate low, different shit happens to us. Random car accidents, random, all types of shit. Did you be like, damn, this wasn't my fault? But when you're not vibrating in the right capacity, that's what happens. Right. You know what I mean? So I'm just trying to vibrate higher this year, man. And everything that happens from that 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 high vibrational energy, I'm receiving that shit. What are you trying to manifest? For 2021. 2021, I want to learn how to start taking my, my, my losses and turning them into lessons. Okay. You dig what I'm saying? Uh, especially me and the, uh, the company, me and him started this year, uh, 5050 Media. Well, last year. Last year. Last year. When, when we gonna start a company? LLC. Yeah, I want him to... Basically, I see that, I see us like servicing everybody. Anybody who want videography, anybody who want audio, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying, I want people to call us. Word. People are gonna fuck all that. People are gonna call us. Hey, that shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, my my LLC, my real estate company, I wanna see that at top level. I wanna see that nationwide. You know what I'm saying? I wanna see me, I wanna be more honest with myself. Mm-hmm. You dig what I'm saying? I wanna, honestly, real talk, fuck all that. I'm gonna start seeing my father more. Bottom okay. line, bottom line. Okay. And you know what's fucked up? My father lives, what? What is Lou? Where's Llewellyn at around here? Like down the street. Exactly. I wanna start getting more, I'm gonna get more in touch with him. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I wanna put all the bullshit aside. Put all the bullshit aside. I'm 32. I'll be 33 in February. Mm. I wanna put all the bullshit aside. Please do. You know what I'm saying? Cause he's at a point right now where can't talk, can't walk. Last time I seen my father was 13. So I want to be, I want to be able to before, because I know his time is coming close. I, I know his time is coming close. It's rare that I know anything about my father. But I want to get more in touch with him. Mm. Fuck all the bullshit. I'm not even, I'm going to be honest. We all do. Yeah, so. What's your relationship with your father? The only reason I am the father that I am is because my father was the father that he was. That's beautiful. I've never went a day like that nigga always had me. And real, always. Real talk, like, since I look at how he is with his son. It inspired you. And my boy David, my boy David, him and his wife, they got five sons. Football team. He really, like, and I look at them and my boy Chris. My boy Chris. And I look at them and I'm like, you know what? Y'all, let, y'all are being everything I wanted, and that's why I surround myself with my homies like that. I don't, my, I don't have a circle. I, I really have a dot. Mm-hmm. I really don't have a big circle. Mm-hmm. You dig what I'm, you dig what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's more like, I look up. Honestly, I actually look up to Mike because the way I see, I see the way he is with his son. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. when I have a kid, I want to be what he is because I don't know how to do that. Right. So I, I try to surround myself with him all the time. To see you have that. children? No, I don't. Okay. I try to surround myself all the time with him. You will. Yeah. I'm ready, man. Fuck it. To see how, how that works. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I like, bro, this is one of my biggest inspirations right here for sure. I ain't mean to get all emotional. No, 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 no. No, daddy, daddy. No, but that hits hard for us. Yeah, right. that daddy. Uh, that hits hard for us. Conversation. I literally, I haven't spoken to my father in two years and because somebody that was very important in his life 
that I actually don't like passed away. Mm. I'm gonna tell you what happened. My father's a black Muslim, so in his right. prayers, when he was, when I was like three, four, five years old, I used to hear him say prayers better than sleep, and he would pray at like right. five in the morning. And I meditated. I was just doing it, because I've been trying to meditate like daily for the past two weeks now. And in the midst of, I was very angry. I called Sasha and I told him like, look, I'm, I want to fight this nigga. Like I, I, like I was very angry and I know I don't thrive well in darkness. That's not who I am naturally. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it was really bothering my spirit. So I meditated because I had known for like a week and some change that this guy had passed away. And so with that in mind, I was like, I'm not calling my dad, you know, fuck because I felt like that guy essentially broke apart my first family. Mm. You know, he was my father's minister mm. and he just totally shattered my family. Okay. So I didn't give a fuck that he died, but I knew that he was a prominent figure in my father's life. And I was like, I was spit on his nigga grave. Fuck him. Oh, shit. Okay. Very angry. And that's not me. And so I started meditating. In the midst of my meditation, I just kept hearing prayers better than sleep, prayers better than sleep, prayers better than sleep. And I'm like, what is that? Where did that come from? I'm like, my father used to say that in his prayers. I was like, I have to call him. And I literally just, it was, I was still in a state of zen to where my, my hands like just went to the phone like this. I wouldn't even like, and I just called him. And it was very calm and tranquil. And I was just like, Dad, I just want to send my condolences to you. He didn't even know I lived in Virginia. He thought I still lived in Atlanta. That's how long it's been since we spoke. And for me, I didn't do that for him. It was for me. How did it make you feel once you did that though? I felt like a woman. Right. I felt like, because we are, we thrive so much, not thrive, but we survive so much in the broken children within us. Right. That, we, we don't know how to thrive as adults sometimes. Sometimes we get lost right. in those broken children. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And that broken little girl inside of me was just angry and just mad and was like, Cherish, now put your big girl panties on and do your big girl shit. Right, for sure. Because your father's not going to be here forever. You know what I mean? He's not. And I'm, and yes, I, I, I still, I'm angry with him and I resent him and there's so many things I wish I would have known and you know, a part of me that's like, you know, if, if he would have been around, would, would this be different for me? Or would I think about the world differently? That's on me to fix now. Right. You know, so now what I can do is only acknowledge him as the man that gave me life, showed me a great time when I was young. Right. The older I got, the more things, rock, things became rocky. But it's just like, because guess what? If I was to get a phone call that he passed away and I didn't get a chance to just just have a, a bit of a conversation with him, I would be devastated. Yeah, I know the feeling. You know what I mean? I so it's just like, for me, it was just like, I felt like a fucking woman, right. okay? I, the rest of the day, you couldn't tell me shit. Cause it was just like, you know what? I I, I, I did that, I talked to him. And, and the greatest thing about it is that I went into it with no expectation. Cause of course he tried to become confrontational and negative and however. And it was just, I said, you know what dad? He said, well, I think we need to have a talk as father and daughter. I said, you know what? When the time is right, we will. But I just wanna let you know I love you when I said my love and condolences to the family. And that was it. And I felt that peace with myself cause I wasn't harboring that darkness on my shoulders anymore. And now we can just go from there. Maybe one day we might be smoking a blunt together. Who knows? 
maybe one day not. But I did what I had to do within that moment because I got dreams and blessings and things that I know are coming for me. And sometimes we get in the way, in the runway of our own success. We can't fly with our clatter. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. So I, I just had to get that out the way. So, you know, we had a podcast about daddy issues. That's a big deal for us. That was, that was a good one. A you know? Matter of fact, all, yo. So, and these are the things that honestly, like I, I pray for her every day. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I'm praying for that moment because I know what it feels like. I don't know what it feels like for my father to wish death upon me. Right. But I do know what it feels like for my father to um, to dismiss my dreams. Yeah. Mm, yeah. And that's dismissing me, right. essentially. You know what I'm saying? So in doing that, you know, I, I pray for her where she can get to that point where she can feel like a woman as well. Because once she's able to do that, my nigga. Yeah. It ain't even gotta be, ain't gotta be no production, ain't gotta be something slight. Yeah. But it's for her. For sure. It's for us. That's what we all need, you know, in the, in the, and it's such a blessing. I hear how confident you are when you say world's greatest single father. Mm -hmm. If your father hadn't been the man he has, you wouldn't be able to say that confidently. Mm -hmm. And that shows the difference. That shows the impact that us having our fathers, like what that is. For sure. It's such a big, that's grand, that's beautiful for him to be able to say that. And guess what? Him and his son, his son they gonna break a cycle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean? That. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. So, I, you know, and, and I pray that you're grateful for that because a lot of us don't have that. Mm -hmm. You know, my I was my father's first fucking son. Okay? My father treated me like his son. I was going to say, wait a minute, say that. Dead ass. Okay. Like, my, my dad, like, I was his first child, but he didn't treat me like a little princess. My dad, like I said, I was under the house with him fixing pipes, installing surround sounds. The reason why I'm the producer and the audio engineer that I am today is because of my father. Mm. You know what I mean? I'm, I wasn't the girl that was playing with dogs. I was installing coax cables and RCA cables and shit, going to, going to radio, throwing a temper tantrum if I couldn't go to Radio Shack or Circuit City as a child. That was because of him. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that's a big deal. Like, I, I do, that's coming for you though. That's coming for you. Like, ASAP. Because I pray for that shit daily. You know what I mean? So, you know, I, I appreciate to hear what you have with your father and what you have. Because we need that. Our community, like, we, we really need that. Like, it's hard being a minority up in, my, in America. It's some yeah, shit. Yeah. Mm. You know what I mean? And so it's good to hear that, like, the fact that you inspire him. <laughs> Go on down the street. Yeah. And visit Pops. That's crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah, he literally, I, that's, what, that's another reason why it took me so long, because I drove past this house like I'm driving past. Yeah, see what I mean? That's that spirit, that's yeah. that intuition. Like, and sometimes our ego gets in the way of our intuition. Yeah. Don't let it, do whatever you, if you would have been an hour, 30 minutes late because you went to go visit, we would have sat here and look, we probably would have had to go to the next store, copy another bottle, but we would have been here. <laughs> we would have been in this bitch. You know what I mean? So that's a big thing. I, I know I probably went off on a tangent. No, but you good, you did. It's kind of made me cry. Who go? It's your go. It's my go? Michael, yes. What do you um, plan to manifest for 2021? First thing I want to do is because I'm seeing how important it is, and I think we never really value the importance of things until we realize that others didn't have it. So I just want to say shout out to my dad, man. My father told me I was a king. 
from like day one. Mm. And so that's why I walk in the confidence that I walk in. My father told me I was a king from day one. I told my son he was a king from birth. I prayed over my son every night that he would never get sick, that he would have super intelligence, that he would be an athlete, that he would do all these amazing things. I tell my son every day, there's nothing you can't do, bro. Nothing, like I don't give a fuck what the fuck it is. Like, you know, we got serious about this tennis thing. At one point, he was the only black boy playing tennis, and he goes out there every day. He bodies everybody. Yo, he he's makes, a fucking animal, he's dog. He's a beast. He mm-hmm. makes straight A's at a at a college preparatory school that I bust my ass to pay for. He mm-hmm. he asked me the other day. He was like, "Why do you, you know like why do you do all this shit?" I said, "I do these things because I'm supposed to be the platform for you to go farther than I could ever go." You know what I mean? My life is not for me. My life is for my son. So right. you know what I mean? That's that's that. Um, as far as my manifestations, my shit gonna sound totally different than everybody else. I'm fucking my my biggest manifestation, my goal that I walked into 2020, 2021 with was that I was done being Superman. I was mm. done. Um, what happened? What has happened to me for my entire life? If anybody ever watched Superman the cartoons, there was this hard thing because Clark Kent was always he was suffering his personal life. Cause he was always trying to be motherfucking Superman. Right. Mm. You know what I mean? Like he would have a date. Right. And then they would have to go because he had to save niggas. And he would have to go to work. And then they would have to go because he had yes. to save niggas. Oh and my he God. would have to go here. But then he would have to leave because he had to save niggas. And all his friends and everybody in his circle. And then they'd be like, damn, you ain't never got no time for yourself because you always gone. Like you ain't never here, bro. Like, shit suffered because you was never fucking around. You know what I mean? And I didn't realize, like, I was always saving niggas and doing shit. I I wanted to be Superman for everybody. I wanted to carry everybody on my fucking shoulders. And and my personal life, the things that I wanted to do was suffering because I was Superman for everybody else. I had to stop everybody's planes from crashing and I had to stop everybody's buildings from falling over and I had to stop the bullets that was intended for everybody mm-hmm. else. And what I had to realize is niggas need to be Superman in their own motherfucking life. They can only save themselves. I don't want to be nobody's Superman and I am fucking Clark Kent, nigga. I'm going to be the best reporting ass motherfucker you ever seen. For I'm sure. where I want to be. Right. My business is going to grow. My relationship with my son is going to grow. 50-50 Media, no disrespect, will be the number one podcast in the motherfucking land. Because no, I said it. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, my, my son is going to be a, a D1 tennis player in a few years because I said it and I'm going to be there for it. Um, my finances are going to be great. My love life is going to be great. I'm going to... I'm not saving or settling anymore. I don't give a fuck. I'm going to be selfish. If I don't like some shit that's going on, fuck it. It's gotta go. I'm done. I'm tired. I'm 31 years old, bro. I have spent all of these years trying to be everybody else's foundation. And I have given, and I have given something that something that Sasha said earlier. Um, when and, and when, when your cup you. is like this, when your shit is empty, my nigga. Not even that, but she said some. She said some monumental shit. I found myself. I would be building my own house, and somebody would arrive with their goals and, and, and the shit that they wanted to do. Right, for sure. And I would take my eyes off of my foundation and go help niggas build their house, mm-hmm. and then winter would come. Niggas would go inside their house. Niggas would close the door on me. Niggas would close the door on me. Mm -hmm. 
And then I would go back and be like, shit, I didn't finish building my shit because mm-hmm. I was helping niggas build they shit. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not Superman no more. That's real. I'm going to take the cape off and allow the world of everybody else to save his fucking self. Yeah. Because I, 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 what I had to realize is when I became a father, I was only a father to Brandon. Mm-hmm. It's not my job to protect everybody else. That's real. It's my job to protect Brandon. <clears throat> That's real. And I think I was confusing love with other people in fatherhood, and that shit was like blending. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Spilling over. Yeah, like yeah. I was trying to protect everybody else because I initially protect Brandon, and I was trying to give my last to everybody else because I give my last to Brandon, and, I, and and other shit was suffering. Yeah. I'm not doing that shit no more in 2021. I'm manifesting. Um, Prosperity. I'm manifesting amazing relationships. I'm manifesting amazing finances. I'm manifesting love from friendships and relationships that that fits me rather than me trying to fit myself into everybody else. Yeah. I don't want to fit nobody more. Like niggas be like, hey, this is me and da 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 da. Hey, cool, bro. If I don't fit, deuces. I'm I'm fine with that because I'm finally I finally. I think the most powerful statement you can say as an adult is I know who I am. Right. I know Mike. If don't nobody else know who the fuck Mike is, mm-hmm. I have finally figured out who the fuck I am and the shit I cannot put up with and the shit I can stand and the shit I can accept. And now that I've been able to separate those three uh, uh, categories in my life, I, I know what the fuck I'm walking into. I can look at a situation and say, hey, this is for me. And I can look at a situation and say, maybe that ain't for me. And, and, and it's okay for me to say I don't fit there and I'm okay with being by myself. Mm-hmm. I manifested amazing relationships. In 2018, me and, me and Big Will weren't talking. For some reason or another, we had fallen the fuck off. I think I walked into 2019 and I was like, God, I just need somebody that, that got me. You know what I mean? I need a nigga that, that got me. And I want to throw roses to my nigga real quick. When I tell you, like, this is my brother, you know what I mean? I think it's amazing to be able to to, to walk into and to covenants with people because what we have is not just a business agreement, it's a covenant. Like, this is my brother. Blood couldn't make us closer, you know what I mean? Like, this nigga has had me since, damn, we've been down for, what, 15 years now almost? Like, I trust this person with my life, you know what I mean? And I think it's great to have that type of relationship, somebody that can say like, hey, you slipping, you know what I mean? Hey, that's that's some bitch shit, don't do that shit. Hey, you whine, you like do, that. you have said that before. I say it like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, I say it like that. Yeah, but I need oh, that shit, shit though, okay. cause sometimes, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I go off and I wanna put my cape on, right. and nigga be like, hey, that ain't for you. Put that shit business. down, nigga, that ain't got nothing to do with you. And I just be like, you know what? You right, that's, that's not my, my battle to say, but, Overall, I'm manifesting a world. My nigga, my brother. I'm manifesting a world where everything is positive for me, mm-hmm. and I and I I don't have to go outside of my world into somebody else's world and, and save it. That's not my job. Right. And now that I realize that, I'm stress free. I walked into January 2021 like I'm good. You know what I mean? And I, I don't think I've ever said like I'm I'm good. But I'm good, you know what I mean? Listen, like this motherfucker, hold on, homie. Go ahead. This motherfucker called me every morning, and I, I think like it was December, late December, like yeah, a couple weeks ago. And like when he called me, you know when you know when your homeboy, you know what I'm saying, hit you up, and okay, 
<laughs> you know, you know your partner when something ain't right. Right. Like and like a couple days ago, he called me and you can hear the stress off of his body. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's how I knew. That's how I knew he was gonna be alright. Yeah. When he was like, yo, I'm good. You know, somebody say I'm good, but they not good. Mm-hmm. He was like, yo, I'm good. And I was like, yo, I felt that. I, I felt it. I felt that she was good. And and the last thing for me, um, and this was big, I walked in in January 2021, not not saying I'm I'm gonna open up doors or anything, but I had to forgive my son's mother. Because mm-hmm. I think that was something that was holding. It was holding me. Ooh, don't make me cry. Because yeah, I think that. Right. For, anybody, for anybody that don't know, like I'm a completely single parent. Like my son was born when I was 18. I had sole custody before I turned 19. Mm-hmm. And that's just been the way it's been. And I think having a woman leave you with a kid fucks you up in a way that you just. It's been a ride. You know what I mean? Greatest thing that ever happened to me, don't get me wrong, because if my son wasn't born, I probably wouldn't be here right now. Mm-hmm. Um, completely, completely different person. Oh my God. Oh. Completely different person. But Ooh. I realized that I was holding on to some shit because I think I was so hurt from what was happening with her. Mm-hmm. I could never look at a woman and be like, I'm going to be completely honestly open with you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I was so afraid mm-hmm. of getting hurt. And then, and then on top of that, I think I was so used to getting hurt mm-hmm. because of that shit that I had just like accepted it. You know what I mean? So it was either a short temper, like if you fuck up, I'm out, or me accepting shit that I shouldn't accept. You know what I mean? So I had to walk in in 2021 like, you know what, cuz? You gave me the greatest gift anybody could have ever gave me. You could have went somewhere and, and 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 did whatever, and he wouldn't be here. So if if you're past, I ain't even gonna take credit for this, but it's monumental. A pastor by the name of Kim Brown said this shit. Mm-hmm. I ain't fuck yeah, with a lot sure. of shit he said, but I fuck sure. with this statement. He said, "What if their only purpose was to get you here?" Mm-hmm. That was the most. I, I'll never forget that sermon. He said, "What if their only purpose?" was just to get you here. And if that be it, then did they not do you the biggest service anybody could have did you? If that was was the only reason they was here was to bring your greatness into the world. And that was it. You know what I mean? That shit so differently right now. Yeah, like, he said, if that was it, like if that was their sole purpose was to create you. And that's it. That's all they was here to do. Did they not give you the greatest gift that they could have gave anybody? Because they could have said no. Exactly. You, you see what I'm saying? So with that being said, I say thank you. Like I let go of all hurt. I let go of uh, uh, any negativity, and it was just like you know what? You did your job. Thank you, and that's it. And I'm good. And and this year will be one of the greatest years of my life. Period. I, I refuse to allow anything negative to even enter in my vicinity. Because I just know it's like I wake up every morning and I feel like positive energy just radiating off of me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, I speak. I, I ain't even going to go into this because we talk for another hour. But I, I've been speaking shit. Like I literally been speaking shit. And then the shit fucking happens. Like fucking magic. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I didn't, I didn't read the secret and you read all that hoopla. You th- but I literally speak. Spoke shit and then it happens and I be like, oh shit, this shit is real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Words is powerful. Life and death in the tongue. So a man thinketh such as he, you have not because you ask not. All of these things are universal laws. 
to say this year is definitely my year of positivity and manifestation. It's, it's crazy, bro. Like, it ain't magic, but I'm about to be like Harry Potter out this bitch. You right. know what I mean? And, and anything I want is gonna happen, period. And I just feel like I'm so good that nothing, that any evil intention or negative intention that anybody has for me is not gonna prosper, bro. Because no. I'm good. For sure. And, and, and that's it. There it is. Boy. That's it. There it is. This was probably the longest podcast you'll ever listen to. Ever. <laughs> but it to have uncomfortable conversations where we sit down as women, as men, to understand where we all are just coming from, what we all require, what we all need. Um, I think that's the conversation that we've always been scared to have, and we're having it, and that's what's important. So. First and foremost, I thank you for tuning in to Convos with Sasha and 5050 Media Podcast. And we are just blessed to have you here. Um, be patient with us for our few episodes that are coming up after this, but I am just, I'm floored. Like, I enjoy having these conversations with Cherish, but bringing other people into the aspect of what we are or how we are as, as human beings it just it brings a different perspective from coming from a man so let's I, give these let's give these gentlemen yes. a round of applause thank you you know we don't we don't necessarily get a chance to 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 hear um gentlemen be vulnerable and it was very refreshing we thank you for that thank and i and i pray that our, our listeners are for sure. uh thank you for that as well we appreciate you for that so i want you guys to plug in your social media or where you what know where we can listen to y'all but i love all of that so another thing we're gonna do in 2021 yeah oh yeah another thing we're gonna get okay all right for sure me listen, and we're gonna get on the social media we're gonna get on the social media wave heavy man because i be bullshitting i don't like really like posting on instagram i don't really like doing it for we're well, very proud yeah so but you can catch us at uh instagram it's 50 underscore 50 you made the page. podcast you can catch us on instagram so that's 50 underscore 50 podcast um, that's really what we are right now. You can also catch us on Anchor, so that's anchor.com slash 50 underscore 50 Apple podcast. Music, Podcast, Spotify, Spotify, Google Podcasts. All that. We're all everywhere. That shit, Anywhere where you want to get your podcast, you can catch us. Except for Amazon Podcasts, man. I'm trying to, we trying to get up there, Oh, yeah, they bullshit. Yeah, they bullshit. But it's okay. Yeah, they well, bullshit. Uh, yeah, thank y'all. Thank y'all yeah, very for much sure. for having us. Yeah. Thank Absolutely. you. Thank you. And I just hope that everyone has an amazing New Year, we don't know what is to come, but manifestation, blessings, and positivity, positivity and mm. let's get into this new year. Let's do it.